welcome back to Community Discipleship Podcast. Derek Otto here, and with me once again is the amazing Andy Cherney. <laughs> I just like it when you call me amazing. What a blessing. Thank you. Uh, well, it's always good to be good to have you here, um, and this is uh, second time you'll be in 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 the studio. Air quotes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, but I, I want to change some. Uh, do one thing here. I want to start us out with a prayer, and then we'll get right into this. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, and just thank you for this time that uh, that Andy and I can get together, and we can just share what's on our hearts and what you have on our hearts and uh, just speak through us and um just yeah what you want the listeners to hear father i just thank you for um your word jesus name amen amen and uh man it's good to get back um in the swing of things here and a lot has since the last time geez it's been october Wow! Since the last time uh, we recorded, uh, and of course it took me that long to get the last ones. <laughs> and f- this month here, it's been crazy. And since last time uh, we've been together, and I was sharing this with you, but as far as the listeners, I've been in a lot of different transitions at work, going from deliveries mm-hmm. and training new delivery drivers to now uh, being trained to do installations for the, on the water softener and drinking water systems. Um, so it's been a crazy hectic time and, but it's good to be here behind the mic and Andy, I know you've got a lot on your mind on the inside and versus the outside, inside, outside, inside, outside. So that's my simple <laughs> title. If, if anybody needs a title for our discussion, our talk, uh, the teaching, however you want to look at this. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like looking at what we're doing here as a conversation yeah. between two friends, <laughs> but a little more than just a simple conversation because we're, we're really, we're digging, we're mining for truth. Mm-hmm. And that's what we should be about. We're believers. Yeah. We're, we're Christians and we want to be the most authentic anointed truth telling truth living christians we can possibly be and the last time uh we delved into spirit soul and body yes and this teaching relates to that and i Mm -hmm. think it it just deepens a little understanding i i think it gets into a bit more of the maybe the practical application Mm -hmm. i suppose but uh, I really love this, this teaching, this understanding, uh, inside, outside. And there's, there's, so many, there's so many parts of our practice as a Christian that this is going to touch upon. And some of it, I'm hoping, is really going to challenge, inform, maybe even shock some of our, our listeners. Yeah. And oh, good. yeah, I think we, we need that. I know yeah. that m- most of the areas that I've changed the most at some point, the Lord had to shock me a little bit. And sometimes he'd shock me with what he would tell me in the secret place. Uh, but equally so when he would 
bring a word of truth through a, a teacher mm-hmm. uh, or uh, an apostle or a prophet, that he would bring a word of truth through someone mm-hmm. and that reality of the Lord working through us and in us is really the core of what inside outside is about. But uh, I'm going to just, before I'm going to get into some Bible verses uh, to just lay a little bit of a foundation, but I'm going to say a few things and then we'll get into the explanation. So I'm going to challenge, <laughs> challenge us a bit here. I hope. Yeah. Well, people are hungry, so let's, let's get at it. Don't work towards or for rest. Work from rest. Don't live for acceptance. Live from his acceptance. How about this one? Don't ask or beg for forgiveness. Now, this is for Christian. Mm-hmm. If you're not a Christian, there's there's a place where you're asking. Mm-hmm for forgiveness. It's called yeah. repentance. Okay. But mm-hmm. if you're a believer and you're growing in the Lord, don't ask or beg for forgiveness. Live in thankfulness that you are forgiven forever and mm. fully forgiven. Now I don't challenge mm. somebody because I know, especially <laughs> when we fall, there's a tendency that we go begging and asking for forgiveness it's a tough thing sometimes for people to realize, no, you're already forgiven. What you want is you want that part of your soul to be transformed. Mm-hmm. What we're looking for is for his spirit to wash over that area and for the forgiveness that we can't earn and already have to then have an effect on the soul. Okay. Live as a son, not to become a son, a son someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about this one? Live as a saint, not to become one. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked over somebody's religious cow on that one. There's, somebody's there's, somebody's twitching already. There, there's whole denominations that they, you know, yeah. It's all about trying to become a saint. Almost nobody does, but we are saints. We're holy ones. Why? Well, because he made us holy. Mm -hmm. Not something that you can earn or achieve. How about this one? Believe that all your needs are already met, not that it must be earned or deserved. And this one, I think I'm going to finish on this one as far as just throwing out some challenges, and then we'll we'll get to some, some word, and we'll talk about it. How we pray reveals who we believe we are in him. Authority and power is in where we pray from, not what we pray for or how we say the words. Okay, so first scripture we're going to look at is John 737. And I think this should be familiar to most people. Uh, <clears throat> so, John 7.37. On the, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, 
If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And then verse 38, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Love that. Uh, now, what's interesting here is the feast that they're talking about, the last day of the feast. During this feast, they would take a pitcher of water, uh, of course, very fancy golden ceremonial pitcher, mm -hmm. and they would take water from the pool of Siloam and they would pour it over the sacrifice. So they would pour this water on the sacrifice. Okay. And then here's Jesus standing up because on the final day they made the biggest deal out of it. And some scholars believe it would be reasonable to think that he would cry this out as they were pouring the water on the sacrifice. And he's saying, come to me if you're thirsty. But what's interesting is he's not picturing him pouring water on us. What does he say? Out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Mm. Now, the the water was remembering how water came out of the rock so jesus they, they were pouring water on something mm -hmm. to commemorate but jesus goes back to the original mm -hmm. the true typology and and of course in the new testament says he was that rock mm -hmm. from which the water flowed and he's saying that if we come to him when we're thirsty now i don't think he's talking about thirsting for natural water but when we get thirsty for that living water out of his heart will flow rivers of living water mm -hmm. inside you see the inside outside here? yeah okay yeah. big difference between pouring water on something from the outside mm -hmm. and water pouring out from the inside mm -hmm. you see yeah inside outside now there Jesus is talking about spiritual reality. And really, this is centrally what he shed his blood for and died for, was so that this promise that he cried out mm -hmm. would happen and it would be spiritual reality for the church. Now, this... I believe that this had never happened before. Mm -hmm. The Spirit did not come pouring out of people in the Old Testament. The Spirit mm. would do things on the outside, outside yep. right? Mm -hmm. He would witness. When, when, when God's glory would manifest in the Old Testament, it was always outside. And it was something that they could see, whether it was a, a, a pillar of fire mm -hmm. or a cloud or, you know, he would manifest himself. The, the saints of old would see a Christophanes, would mm. see a, a manifestation, uh, God appearing as if a, a, a man, mm -hmm. you know, he would look like he was a man. Yeah. And sometimes there was a little confusion as to whether or it was a, an angel or whether it was God showing himself but what i'm saying is it was always on the outside, outside yeah. okay yep. but now here's jesus saying well i'm gonna do a new thing i mean i'm 
not saying he said that right there, but it right. was a new thing that he was doing would mm -hmm. be that out of the heart would flow these rivers of living water. Mm -hmm. Now what's, <laughs> what bothers me <laughs> is that even today, a lot of well-meaning Christians and mm -hmm. even charismatic spirit filled Christians, we sing songs and we pray as if the water's going to be poured on us. Mm -hmm. Pour out yourself, Spirit. He poured himself out. It was called Pentecost. Mm -hmm. All right? Yep. If we're a Christian and we're praying, God, pour yourself out on me, we're kind of praying a non-believer's prayer. Yep. I want you to think about yep. this. Out of your heart will flow rivers. Mm -hmm. Rivers. Rivers. <laughs> not even pitch I mean, rivers of yeah. living water inside outside we're looking for god to do something out here when mm. what he's his design his plan his promise is that his spirit would flow out from us mm -hmm. yeah this is big mm -hmm. i mean th this is no small thing because like I said, it, it, it's kind of become almost vogue to talk about God as though he's, and we even pray, you know, come. Now, there's, a, there's certain songs that are speaking of the, the, uh, um, uh, the, the uh, oh, Maranatha, you know, even mm. so, Lord, come. They're talking yeah. about the second coming yeah. uh, of the Lord. And there is scriptural exhortation to be looking for mm -hmm. him to you know his coming now but more often it's really praying singing talking to holy spirit mm -hmm. saying come you know come into the room and these kind of things and it's like well if he didn't come into the room when you walked in the room we have a serious problem <laughs> and i uh, i'm yeah. not trying and i'm not no? splitting hairs I'm not just trying to be technical about this because it's so important. Truth sets us free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, you're, you're hitting it right there. Cause I've thought about that too. A lot of times, especially when I'm sitting there and a lot of times I'm thinking, wait, why are we doing this when we, he all, he's already here because we walked into the room. Like we're, we're, why are we trying to get him to, yeah, you know, manifest on the outside when mm -hmm. he's already in the inside of us. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've often thought about that. It says out. that yeah. where two or more mm -hmm. are gathered together in his name, he's there in the midst. But how does he how does he get there in the midst? Well, mm -hmm. if he's not coming out, if the spirit isn't coming out from us. That's how he gets in the midst of us, right. because when two or more of us are gathered, there's supposed to be a koinonia, mm -hmm. a fellowship together, where we're actually stirring the Spirit of God up, so to speak. We're exhorting, we're, mm -hmm. we're encouraging one another to be so surrendered to him that 
he has a free way to get out, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. So, like, if we're going to sing a song, most people are familiar with Spirit Breakout, that song mm. from uh, Jesus Culture. Yes, 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 yes. Well, the only valid way to sing that song that's scriptural is is if we're praying that he's that we're so surrendered that he's able to break out of us. Mm-hmm. You know, we are the vessels, right, and containers, if you will, of Holy Spirit, and everything that we our mindset has to be based on on that. Mm-hmm. We need to believe that because that's clearly scriptural. Right. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to share another verse. It's uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 4, 7. And I'm going to read. It says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. There's really a lot there. <laughs> We're an earthen vessel. Mm-hmm. We are literally made out of earth. We God formed Adam from what? The dust, from, yep. the, from the dirt. Mm-hmm. We are highly organized dirt. <laughs> we are a high-tech machine if you will yeah almost like but but we're biological machine that Mm -hmm. was made by god formed from the dust and as it's they say in almost every funeral and to dust we shall return (laughs) yeah unless we happen to be here when when christ comes back and we're translated but we're organized dirt Mm where we're literally an earthen vessel but the, the, the grand, amazing truth of the new covenant is that we are the temple, the vessel, the container of Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we really, really need to see ourselves as such, live as such, think as such, talk as such. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got one more verse, and uh, I'm going to go back just a little bit in 2 Corinthians. Just one page for me. I guess my Bible's dense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 2 Corinthians 2.14. I really like this one. It says, Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us, diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Man, I've always liked that. <laughs> I, I like the, it, it's obviously a, a, a picturesque language. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a an, an, an analogous thing that he's saying. This diffusing of fragrance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Paul is not saying that we literally uh, smell like perfume jesus <laughs> yeah. the man you know yeah. the god man uh, that we smell like uh, the anointing oil mm-hmm. that flowed down aaron's beard now i i've heard stories about the lord diffusing the in, in mm. actual fragrance and i honestly don't disbelieve that god could or would do that right uh, he, oh, he, yeah. yeah he does stuff that he, he does. does stuff but that's not what you know it, it's it's mostly uh or almost entirely an analogy and 
what's obviously he's talking about the spirit. Mm-hmm. He's saying that the design and purpose of God is that we would exhibit the spirit through our our physical body. Mm-hmm. This kind of goes back to spirit, soul, and body a little bit. Yeah, uh, what's inside needs to get to the outside. That's the way we need to think. You know, what, what, the glory of God is within us, but he doesn't just want to stay there. He doesn't want to be just like a seed mm-hmm. within us that doesn't germinate until we die <laughs> and go to heaven someday. He's wanting to diffuse that f- fragrance through us in every place. Right inside to outside but so often it just seems like we we pray in ways that that betray what we really believe and understand about the spiritual reality that I'm, Mm -hmm. i'm talking about today we seem to like to pray that god would act on the outside and meet my needs from the outside in you know one of the things i I said in the beginning was that we need to believe that all of our needs are met. Everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given to us through the spirit. God gave us himself mm-hmm. and he's greater than all things. Yeah. And Christ in us is the central key understanding, but it's not just some mental understanding. It's, it's the reality that should drive, empower, and transform us. This is a huge thing. Um, I know for myself, just, you know, trying to change that perspective, you know, even before this conversation, just trying to change my, my way I'm praying. Um, one of the things I'm realizing is, you know, yeah, it is easy to pray for God to meet my needs. But what I'm now changing is I already have everything I need. He's already equipped me with everything that mm-hmm. I need. How and Now I just need to learn how can I utilize that mm-hmm. with the time that I have. How can I, how can I expect, you know, something bigger if I'm not even managing or utilizing what I have now, mm-hmm. you know? Well, so. and the primary outlet... And, and you know what, I can, I can really go beyond primary and mm-hmm. say the only outlet is out of your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And mm-hmm. you, you eat the fruit yeah. of it. And so Jesus is the word. We are the only creature in the universe, as far as we know, that has been given the power, the ability of articulated speech, Mm -hmm. the ability to communicate through speech. And Jesus, God, so identifies himself with logos, rhema, with word, established word, spoken word, he so identifies himself with that, it, it can't be missed. Mm-hmm. And so if we're to be like him, it's largely, if not entirely, <laughs> in the release of his word. 
If Christians don't understand the power of the word that's coming out of your mouth, then we're, we're missing virtually everything. Uh, Jesus isn't just some propositional truth. Uh, this historical figure that I, I put in the air quotes, uh, believe in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe I believe he's real historical figure. It's so much more than that. Right. We're talking about God, God, the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. We're not we're not called to just say something. We're not we're not called to speak our will and hope he approves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something that has to go on on the inside which is a surrender to his will that is real to the extent that we know what his will is. Mm-hmm. And that's what we speak and release because the authority is in his word, his will. Mm-hmm. God didn't give us like the blank check. Hey, whatever you want. He's not our sugar daddy. Right. <laughs> His will, his way is to work in us, through us. Mm -hmm. Rivers of living water are supposed to be coming forth from our innermost being. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mention something just to to maybe, because I don't don't want to speak too uh, out here, kind of like, you know, in the head kind of stuff. Uh, But to give some, just a little practical examples that, will help clarify like where we're at Mm -hmm. and if we're we're really if our our mindset is where i'm saying we should be and i'm I'm saying that because it i believe it to be fully scriptural and consistent Mm -hmm. with with truth okay so there's this way that most of us pray Okay, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like we're ordering something from the Amazon fulfillment center. <laughs> Seriously, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, God, uh, please, please, you, we need this. Uh, I, this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of think that way. In other words, we, we, our vision is kind of like, well, heaven is out there, and I'm supposed to be asking for stuff, and not just necessarily things. Mm-hmm. But even, you know, my healing or whatever, mm-hmm. and, we're, and we're thinking of it, and our vision is that it, it's coming from mm-hmm. and to me. In other words, it's, it's coming from the outside somewhere, Yeah, and I, I need it. So bring it to me, God. Mm-hmm. Most Christians, the vast majority of Christians pray mm-hmm. this way, but it's because they're not basing their, their prayer their communication with God in the right way. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to have rivers of living water coming from us. In other mm-hmm. words, we're not we're, we're envisioning God out there somewhere instead of <laughs> God in me. <laughs> right, right. Now, Christ in us is the hope of glory. Glory is is any attribute of God that is is seen and known. Mm-hmm. And so. Jesus said something interesting. He said, first he said, I am the light of the world. 
And then a little later, what did he say? You are the light of the world. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, why? The two words, same spirit. Mm-hmm. The same spirit yep. that did all the miracles in the life of Jesus of Nazareth, mm-hmm. the God-man, is the same spirit <laughs> within us. The same spirit that raised him from the dead mm-hmm. lives in us. And not only can do the same things, but that's what the finished works of Christ are all about. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be walking about releasing the spirit from within. In other words, pouring, releasing the rivers of living water from the inside mm-hmm. to the outside. That's our job. Mm-hmm. Primary, yeah. our primary job. And within that, there's, you know, we, we are ambassadors. Well, how are we ambassadors? Well, we're bringing the kingdom of heaven <laughs> from within us mm-hmm. to the world. And it's largely right coming out of our mm-hmm. mouth. It's, it's, by, it's by what we declare, yeah. what we speak, what we command. The apostles commanded healings. They didn't ask God to do it. Mm-hmm. Find me a place where one of the apostles asked God to heal somebody. They knew God was within them. Mm-hmm. They said, what I have, I give to you. I don't think they're, they're not even talking about necessarily the healing as a thing. I don't believe so. They're saying what I have was the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that did the miracles in and through the, the Jesus. Mm-hmm. They knew that this same spirit was within them. Mm-hmm. What I have. I have spirit. I'm going to give you spirit. Mm-hmm. Why don't we live like this? I think it's largely because we've been taught something else. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Guess what else? This the, the, the Bible says something that both empowers, but if you don't understand, it severely limits. According to to your faith be it unto you. Mm-hmm. In other words, what you believe and understand has a great effect on how you live, what you say, and the flow of this living water is dependent on you believing mm-hmm. in its reality. And not just that it's real, but that you, you have mm-hmm. a river of living water that we're the ones that limit God. Amen to that. I agree. God is not nope. limiting us. He's not saying, I won't do that. Actually, I, I believe there's a verse that says, what, nothing is impossible mm-hmm. with God. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. And Jesus largely, you know, he demonstrated this. He did things like, I will walk on water, mm-hmm. multiply food, heal people by the thousands. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the limitations are not without us they're within us Mm -hmm. it's because we're not thinking in the mind of christ we're not walking according to truth the truth of his word Mm -hmm. but we're we're walking according to a a soul the soulish i Mm -hmm. use that word you know (laughs) our our soul's understanding which isn't spiritual (laughs) the soul doesn't get it yeah yeah. But we're so used to thinking with our soul instead of thinking with the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. 
in order in order to talk like Christ and act like Christ and for the spirit to flow out we we need to think like Christ we need to, we need to have his understanding and the truth of the matter is only Christ can do Christ mm-hmm. that's why he put Christ in us <laughs> right because yep. only Christ can do Christ yep we're the body of Christ but you know what the body of Andy isn't going to do much without the mind of Andy. In fact, it's not going to do anything. You remove my brain, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> There's no life. You know, right. all of all of the the life, all of the exhibition of humanity mm-hmm. of Andy is it, it's coming from the mind. I'm just a, a you know a, a lump of flesh without mm-hmm. that. So spiritually speaking, the same thing is true. Unless the mind of Christ has has life and Rain, mm-hmm. R E I G N, rain. <laughs> unless he reigns, rules. Right, right. Unless he's the one that is. I don't like the word in control. Mm-hmm. Not not real big on because God doesn't con- control us. Right. He only operates by agreement. <laughs> so I really don't like you know. Oh God, you're in control. He's not controlling you. Right. Yep. He desires to work with us, mm-hmm. with us, in us, through us. He doesn't want to control you. He doesn't want robots. <laughs> but anyway, you understand what I mean. I 100% understand. And yep. I get it by what mm-hmm. people say when they're like, uh, God, take control. And so, But I don't, you know, I think a better way to say is, God, I'm yours. Mm-hmm. I belong to you. you. You are the strong ox. You are the senior partner. You are the king. And I am your loyal and faithful subject. I, I, I am a loyal son. You are my father. And I want to know your will. I want to speak your will. Mm-hmm. I want to do your will. That's called submission. That's yeah. called surrender. And it's the only pathway to this kind of life. So I just was thinking about this is uh, when we, when we kind of coined the phrase of God, take control. I was just thinking of, uh, Man, that's kind of a passive way to get out of a situation. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Derek, throwing down the gauntlet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, if... I don't know, I'm just really thinking about that. It's, but that's kind yeah. of, uh, I guess, the Christian way to get out of something. We're his body. <laughs> We are his body. If he's not doing it in and through us, mm-hmm. and it is an us thing, yeah. Um, that's something that I. Yes, we we have to take our own personal responsibility, um, for our walk mm-hmm. with Jesus, our walk with Christ. But it's as much a you and me thing mm-hmm. as it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm just as responsible mm-hmm. to be intimately and divinely connected with the people that I know that the same spirit that is within me lives within them. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not taking responsibility for that and, and actively stirring that, then I'm not, I'm not fulfilling half of my call, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. And I don't think that will ever be effective without mm-hmm. doing the both. Right. 
I'm following Christ, but I'm also doing my utmost to walk with people who are also following Christ and to help them follow Christ as they're also helping me follow Christ. It's an us thing. Mm-hmm. It's never just a me thing. I don't know why that <laughs> why that came out, but I mean, but it really is the fulfillment of all of these things are only possible as a major, huge us thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body is all of us. You know, each yeah. one of us as an individual can only do our part. We're an eye. We're, we're really more like we're an eye cell. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't be a whole eye. Right. Look yeah. like the universal body of Christ. Nobody mm-hmm. is that huge. But we do our part. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think if we can get back to that kind of teaching, and away from the the religion side, you know, because oh, sometimes, because yeah. sometimes I think about it, and I'm like, man, why aren't we talking about this? Why, you know, why this? Where is this type of teaching within a a, a physical church body? And it's like, where? And so my mind just goes like, well, where did it? I'm going to go back in history. Where yeah. did? Where did it? Where did we, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did I, we get from, you know, Acts to where we're at? And yeah. How, how, how did we get so far apart? But I do feel like there's a, there's a, a revival type of, you know, stirring mm. because people are hungry. And I do see it out in the field, out in the, you know, when I'm at work, people are, are definitely very, very, very hungry. And, uh, and, I, and I'm seeing it even on Sunday mornings. It's just like every Sunday there's five, ten new families coming in those doors. And it's mm. like, wow. It is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, revival. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was. We can really, we can really touch on that with the inside outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so much of the revival mm. songs and revival talk and revival preaching. Mm-hmm is outside in mm-hmm. oh yeah come holy spirit here again mm-hmm. it's like man uh it's more than semantics mm-hmm. you know we're praying almost like an old testament prayer we're praying mm-hmm. almost like i said almost yeah. like an unbeliever's prayer mm-hmm. um and i i'm not saying that the intention is bad or it's coming mm-hmm. from a wrong heart it's just i believe pretty clearly coming from a faulty understanding mm-hmm. of the finished work of Christ and what hmm, what his ministry on earth really accomplished you know right. he he didn't come just to forgive sin he came and forgave sin so he could get the spirit of god back inside of men mm-hmm. because the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones, is really defined by that which is filled with his spirit. We're Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus was the Christ. Christ means anointed one, anointed. Mm-hmm. And so if it's not anointed, it's not church. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Yikes. Now, I do understand. See, the anointing Mm -hmm. is within. And there's some people who are their vessel and they're carrying about the fragrance. But guess what? The lid is on the bottle. Mm. 
What's the lid? The lid is living in your will, not Mm -hmm. his. Walking as a carnal Christian, an unsurrendered, self-centered Christian. You can do that. Mm -hmm. It's real. (laughs) And I believe that any of us that have walked with Christ for Mm -hmm. any length of time can look at a, a point, a period, You know, in our own life where Mm -hmm. we got pulled into kind of a carnal Christianity. Mm -hmm. We're we're just living self-oriented, self-centered. It's not that we were became some unbeliever if somebody walked up to us. And the funny thing is, Mm -hmm. if you're really a believer, no matter how far off track you you get, (laughs) just about all that has to happen is somebody start talking about Jesus. And then all of a sudden, he gets uncorked a little bit, and he starts coming out to the extent that it probably even shocks you because mm. you're like, you know, because you've been walking carnal for a, a bit. Yeah. It's like, oh, my goodness. You know, it's <laughs> like you just, you're like, oh, my goodness. You know, it, uh-huh. it's like, I, it, you're almost shocked <laughs> that it happens. But that is way too, too pre- way too prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we have the anointing. Mm-hmm. The fragrance is in us, but it's not—it's not God's best in 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 any way. Mm-hmm. That that fragrance is bottled up within, and we're keeping it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's wrong, carnal. It, It's—it was never a good thing when Christians were being carnal. Paul's mm-hmm. like, "Yo, carnal." <laughs> yeah. Said that to the Corinthians. But they were lacking in none of the gifts. Mm. He'd made a point to say that. And mm. they were apparently they were still operating in it. So mm. even just that the spirit kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know how you want to look at that. Forces <laughs> his way out. No, he doesn't do that. Yeah. He doesn't control. But you know, according to our faith, being under us, you, mm-hmm. you, you can still believe for a prophecy to come forth or believe for that you're that tongues work or whatever you're going to believe mm-hmm. and kind of exhibit some of that. But man, he's supposed to be a river of living water mm-hmm. coming forth, not just a trickle of your best gift. <laughs> yeah. Not good enough. So, oh, yeah, there's so much here. Uh, it, it's, it sometimes it's just a little hard to decide, you know, yeah. W- where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this is, re- this is good. Um, it's, you know, something I've been, I, I think I said this the last time, but you know, the something that God's been stirring in my heart is, is learning of what it means to be all in on, on Jesus mm, and what yeah. that looks like. And I've been asking that question for the, you know, a decade or so, because I've been wanting, you know, to exhibit that. And, you know, you've been around this area and it's, it's hard to find, you know, <laughs> mm. and a, I, I mean, it's it, religious it, boxes. Yeah. Are and, and, you know, and, sometimes. you know, and, but, but the area that, that, <clears throat> you know, that we're in is very conservative and very religious and it's hard to find, you know, you don't and, seem to be using conservative in its <laughs> best sense. <laughs> 
we're not conservationists of the spirit, is what you're kind of saying over here. Yeah. They're conserving something, but it sure as heck doesn't seem to be apostolic glory. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, in you know, and so, no, I, I was just... I was just thinking of, man, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful that I found you, you know, years ago and just built that friendship with you that, and, you know, through, through you and your wife, you know, I've been able to, to meet other people that are of, you know, mm, more like, like, like minded, I guess like minded. Say. Yeah. And so that's just been, uh, super refreshing and, you know, and, uh, to be able to have a, a, a better understanding Mm. than you know prior and especially over the past couple of years it's even like more revelation downloading and yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah we oh, should yeah. be growing oh we're, yeah we're supposed to be going from glory to glory mm -hmm. or, or in other words yeah from the glory that we have to a bit more glory well what what is the glory mm -hmm. glory is god manifesting right from us i got a little yeah. uh, uh, something here uh, the spirit manifests mm -hmm. kind of a little bit more revival talk over here. The manifestation of the spirit mm -hmm. is from us and through us, not for us or apart from us. Mm. That is really important because revival talk, especially in charismatic circles it yeah. always involves talking about holy spirit mm -hmm. uh you know praying that god would pour out his spirit these sort of things mm -hmm. but the manifestation of the spirit is from us through mm -hmm. us we're not supposed to be praying for the holy spirit to manifest himself well really let's just think about that mm -hmm. prayer just saying mm -hmm. holy spirit manifest yourself He's like, that's what you're for. Mm -hmm. I birthed you anew. Mm -hmm. I adopted you as my son. That's your job. Mm. <laughs> if you want me to manifest myself, you manifest me. Mm. Because he's put himself within us. Now, I'm yeah. not saying... We, and I'm, I'm not even trying to suggest that we work something up. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the reality of it is we, we, we need to learn how to release him, mm -hmm. how to just let him out, so to speak. Let, let that river mm -hmm. of li whatever's capping that doggone thing. Yeah. My God. You know, <laughs> I, you know yeah. If he's not... If truth and power is not flowing from us, then there's something capping it off, and it's not him. Mm. He's not holding back. We're limiting him. Mm -hmm. He's not limiting himself. Mm. It's our lack of surrender and submission and nothing else. Mm. I mean, until we get real, right? But we have—it does take a revelation. Mm -hmm. It's really easy for kind of our our soulish religious mind mm -hmm. to start almost like blaming God for not 
manifesting himself for not causing a revival. You know, we're just like, God, break out. We're, you know, we're talking to him as though, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we got to poke him. He's like, uh, <laughs> you're the one that needs to change. Yeah. You are the revival. <laughs> so if revival, if you're not a walking revival, mm -hmm. that's the problem. Yeah. The problem is not with me. I finished the work. I did everything that needed to be done. I gave you the fullness of my spirit. I love that. For, same spirit. Yep. Same I spirit. gave you same spirit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just let him out. Mm. You know, but, but mm. the, the truth of the matter is, I, I, I just heard, and I'm not going to, I'm going to pick on one song lyric <laughs> that I heard recently. Okay. And Go I actually like the song. It's yeah. a cool little song. But I'm not even going to mention the artist or the name of the song. I'm just going to mention the lyric. And mm -hmm. if you've been listening to Christian music lately on the radio or something, you probably <laughs> this might this might you know trip your your memory or something. But it, he the 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 singer said, um, "Cracks are where the light gets in. Cracks are where the light gets in." And and what he's talking about is like the difficulties, the trials of life. Uh, and there's a lot of songs these days that basically s say that uh, the, the song is kind of a prayer where you're saying, God, help me, help me to see that the bad things that happen to me are really just you working in my life to get me to see you better. Like, in other words, you're beating me up, but it's for my own good. <laughs> You know, it's not that life is in this world you have tribulation. It's not the world coming against us. It's this kind of twisted view of, of reality where all that stuff is being ordered by God. It's kind of the hyper-sovereign view, which we could do a whole podcast on that. But what I'm saying, but this is inside-outside, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So here's a song lyric where the guy is saying, cracks are where the light gets in as though the light, the spirit, God, truth. Yeah. Right. It's on the outside. And if I just get cracked enough, because I'm this hard shell, apparently, is the mm -hmm. is the is the picture that the the author of the song is drawing. The truth of the matter is cracks are where the light gets out, mm. not where the light gets in. Yeah. Unless we're talking about an unbeliever. But this song is I don't believe it's coming from the perspective. Yeah. Of. An unbeliever talking about, like like a believer now talking about how when he was an unbeliever, the difficulties of life, you, you know, mm -hmm. caused them to see their need. Yeah. The cracks in their life just caused, you know, that are where the light of the Lord got in through all this, you know, that my, I was failing, you know, mm -hmm. I can't do this on my own. It's more like, it, it's this Christian perspective thing. <laughs> and I'm like, um, it just struck me. Yeah. Inside, outside. I'm like. <laughs> Cracks are where the light gets out. Cracks mm -hmm. in what? Cracks in who you used to be. Mm -hmm. It's our job to put off the old man. So mm -hmm. I think the way we need to see it is the old man is, is that cap or that veil or series of veils over my life that if I don't put them off, it's like layers of blankets piled on top of me. And I've got mm. a very powerful light, but my old way of thinking, my yeah. old way of doing things, my old man, my soulish stuff, the mm -hmm. stuff I carried into Christianity, it's got to get 
put off. Mm-hmm. If I start throwing these blankets off, you know, mm-hmm. it's or if you want, if you will, mm-hmm. the cracks and it's like a shell that's around me, and there's a there's living water, but it's it's held back, it's contained inside me because who I I'm still walking in so much and talking so much. Oh, oops! Of who I used to be, <laughs> yeah. Instead of who I am in Christ, mm-hmm. I'm not talking sonship. I'm not talking uh, power of God within me. I'm not talking mm-hmm. rivers of living water. I keep talking about oh, you know, life is so tough and blah blah blah. And I, I, I just oh, but Jesus, He's really awesome, and it's like He's awesome mm-hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He is awesome. Yeah, a lot more awesome than what. You seem to be understanding that he is because he's awesome in you. Yeah. Yeah. He's just as awesome in you as he was walking around on the earth. That's mm-hmm. why he said, it's better for you that I go. Right. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. How could it have been better? Well, because he was put same spirit. That's how. <laughs> right. He's going to take that same spirit and put him inside you and allow you to carry him. It'll be his vessel, mm-hmm. his temple. Ooh. Oh man, you know this stuff is awesome. <laughs> and Paul said that we are his temple. Absolutely, we're his temple. We're his vessel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of this stuff is mm-hmm. very. It's actually it, it, it's it's pervasive and it's clear. Mm-hmm. These are not like mysteries of the Bible. <laughs> you know, I got to get into the Greek to sit here and explain this to you. Yeah. This stuff is just out in the open, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't make sense to the soul. It doesn't make sense to a religious mindset. And I guess, you know, just really quickly, you were kind of musing earlier, wondering about like, well, how did this happen? Where did this come in? When the church got institutionalized, brother, Mm. when the church became a political, sociological structure, primarily yeah now within that there's always been true believers Mm -hmm. there's always been people who had that wellspring opened up within them Mm -hmm. spirit life yeah you know there's always been that Mm -hmm. on the earth and oftentimes trying to operate within the confines and boxes that these institutionalized air quotes (laughs) churches (laughs) In other words, the church, the ecclesia, Mm -hmm. was within the religious church, Mm -hmm. religious organization. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, when the religious organization has a stronger voice, more pervasive, powerful voice and influence on society than the true church, it's a problem. And Mm -hmm. it's largely, it's, it's historically been been a pretty huge problem oh yeah and i i but i believe <laughs> that what the creation is looking for and yearning for and crying out for is what the revelation mm. of the sons of god yeah amen to and that. i'm telling you this this teaching is sons of god stuff mm-hmm. because how do i know that well because it's straight out of his word right it's straight out of his word it's just it's bare, mm-hmm. naked scriptural truth mm-hmm. without religiosity. 
Yeah. Without trying to, it, it needs no in, it, fancy interpretations. Mm-hmm. It just says it. Says we're vessels. Says there's a living water, a rivers of living water. And and it, of course, after that, it says he he spoke this of the Holy Spirit who had not yet been given because he not yet been glorified. So there's no confusion about. <laughs> The symbology there, right, because the, right. the John gives the interpretation. But mm-hmm. yeah, you got any thoughts? Man, it's been it's been really good. I've been soaking it in over here, and just uh, of how much of just some of their own revelation I've been getting about, uh, you know, just uh, you know, some of the things that is been kind of on my mind, or that I've been having revelation is. Uh, you know, and the light, you know, and not being of the culture. And something mm-hmm. I've seen it a lot is Christians conforming mm-hmm. to the culture. And I'm just like, wait, how can we be the light mm-hmm. if we're trying to be also like the culture? It doesn't work. Yeah. And so, you know, going, you know, when you're talking about the inside, and that's something just been more of like, I just want to pour. I just want it. I know what's inside. Mm. I want it to Hallelujah. come out. I want it to come out. You know, because I I can't wait for anything else to come. Yeah. I yeah. It, I believe who he has called me to believe. I believe what he has done for me. And now, you know, I have an opportunity where I'm going into people's homes that people aren't, you know. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be walking into these people's homes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, and something over the past five years is, you know, I've seen so many things and in going into people's homes and it just, I, I've, I've, I've realized the position that he's put me in to be able to, to minister to people in a way that, you know, they're not going to get walking into, or maybe they may never walk in. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's more like, I know I have the light of Christ in me. I Amen. want to know, I want to, now I want to learn how to utilize it more out there. Well, you're a Christian <laughs> who installs water systems. Yeah, well, yeah. You're not, I'm not a, a water system installer that just happens to be a Christian. And that's, and that's the thing is I'm a Christian first, Christ follower first. I just happen to be doing that, you know, and that's something that I've, over the past few years, I've really had that revelation of, that's not a job. That's just a, a tool mm. that it's just another extension of a ministry. Well, you could say it is a job, but it's yeah. just a job. <laughs> it's yeah. But your calling. Yeah. Your life mm-hmm. is not in your job. Right. No, I mean, I love my, I love going into work. I, I love, enjoy the people there. Oh yeah. Happy it, for you that your job blesses oh, you. Oh yeah. Blesses yeah. me. I mean, Thank just the coworkers are, are just phenomenal. The company takes very good care of my family and I just beyond like, but at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. Christ follower first. Well, yeah. If, if the, if the job isn't <laughs> a blessing from the Lord, if if you can't see his hand in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> then here again, there's something. Yeah. Now that that isn't to say that everything about the job is going to be easy, smooth roads, glassy seas. Oh. Uh, in this world, we have mm-hmm. tribulation. Yeah. But we're the ones that overcome because the overcomer lives within us. Oh yeah. So uh, that's here again. I'm not saying no that the blessing mm-hmm. is 
always evident and it's probably not usually that evident to the soulish person per se. Mm. Oh yeah. But we should walk in his peace mm-hmm. and in his anointing and in his understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, we're guided by his peace. If I don't yeah. have a peace where I'm working mm-hmm. and it's large, I'm making a tr- transition. I've been working in yeah. Indiana since July <laughs> and it is uh, mid February <laughs> And yeah. I'm making a transition back because the peace mm-hmm. about doing this um, just basically began to lift. Yeah. And uh, I'm guided by his peace. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to make sense. Right. I don't even have to have a job lined up for me over there. Now, if, if it's up to the Lord, if I'm surrendered to him mm-hmm. and trusting him and speaking for the doors to be opened yeah. and his divine favor and blessing, it's my job to just speak. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to choose exactly who, where, when, how. It's it's my job to lay my life down. Mm-hmm. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Offer my life. God, I'm a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I belong to you. You you paid for my life mm-hmm. with your blood, Jesus. Yeah. I'm, I am I am your grateful, thankful soldier and I'll go wherever you want me to go. Mm-hmm. Just give the order. If he gives the order five seconds after I like make my surrender. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, life is surrender. Mm-hmm. It's not a one-time thing. As we receive Christ, so we walk in him. Well, how do we receive Christ? By mm-hmm. laying down our life. Yeah. By making a surrender. We, we get saved by surrender, and we live in that salvation mm-hmm. by continuing to surrender to him. That surrender is is the door, is the way, is that conduit from which through which he can flow. The surrendered life is is the open mm-hmm. conduit. It'll take that cap oh, yeah. off. The only way to the only way to put off the old man is mm-hmm. to surrender it. Yeah, surrender everything that you were that wants to continue to have life, and you say no. Mm-hmm. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. I choose to live by spirit. I surrender myself. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you got to say it a hundred times a day. I mean, yeah. it ought to be kind of wonderful <laughs> to just tell the Lord, man, I am yours. Mm-hmm. I am yours. And those are the best kind of prayers, if you ask me, because those are the kind of prayers that open all the other mm-hmm. doors yeah. and, and make all things possible. And it's, it's, through, it's through those simple prayers of humility and surrender that the understanding and the revelation comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Inner freedom seeds and produces outer freedom, not the other way around. Mm. You can be shut up in a prison. You can be persecuted. You can be in all manner of difficulty in this world. And be completely free, completely at peace, and full of God in the midst of it. And produce that outer freedom, it being the will of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's up to him Yeah. when when our, our, our life is, is uh, a blood sacrifice for him. You know, be martyred or whatever. Mm-hmm. But look at Paul's life. Mm-hmm. Whew. He said, "What? Did, follow me as I follow Christ." He was into prison. 
and he wasn't complaining. <laughs> Him and Silas yeah. were singing praises to the jingling <laughs> of the chains, and what happened? Mm. Their inner freedom flowed out like a river of living water and opened mm. all the the, mm. the their their spiritual freedom mm-hmm. brought physical freedom. <laughs> it, why? Well, yeah. because they were doing it right. They were living mm-hmm. from the inside out. Mm-hmm. They were praising God, not crying and begging for God to open the doors. They weren't. They weren't having this exercise where they're they're talking like they're trying to convince God <laughs> to open the doors. Oh Lord, I've done this, and uh, oh God, it really is my heart to preach the gospel fully. And God, if I'm shut up in this prison, if they kill me tomorrow, I, how am I going to fulfill my? God? It's like. <laughs> They were praising God. Yeah. This is, I mean, man. <laughs> and, and, I, yeah. and I don't mean in any way to make this sound like it's super easy or something. Mm-hmm. But surely it's worth whatever we have to do to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're never going to see the revelation of the sons of God until we think, act, and talk like the sons of God. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really the apostolic example. Mm-hmm. They walked, talked, and acted like people who were flowing with a mighty river of the Holy Spirit coming out of them. Mm-hmm. And they set an example and they set the foundation for the for the universal church for all time. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, religion, well, it's not just for some reason, religion has decided that we, we can't do what they did. We're not, we don't have their calling or we don't, we're not holy like them. Mm-hmm. Now, there isn't, there is an aspect where we don't have their calling in the sense that we weren't the eyewitnesses mm-hmm. of the life and the words of Jesus. Right. That is a, a particular ministry <laughs> to them that we can't ever share in. Yeah. We, we don't lay that foundation, right? That one's been laid. And that's mm. why the word is as powerful and sure as it mm. is, because we have the eyewitness accounts. Yeah. Now a modern day apostle or, or even a teacher, but our job is to rightly communicate Mm-hmm. those truths and also I believe to walk in them mm. but it's only going to happen <laughs> when we get this inside to out mm-hmm. thing down when we realize that it's Christ in me mm-hmm. that's the hope of his glory the manifestation of his spirit is because he lives in me mm. and he doesn't just want to live in me like a, like a little, like a, a powerful light. That's like on the inside, you know, and it, it's helping me, mm-hmm. but you know, and, and, and it's going to take me to heaven someday. No, heaven is within you today. Mm-hmm. He didn't die to get us to heaven. That's not the primary. No, he died to put heaven back in us. Right. So that we could release heaven on the earth here. And that's the way that the the Lord's prayer is really constructed. Mm-hmm. Right? I will. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
we are the conduits yep. of heaven on the earth, but only when we're living inside to out mm-hmm. and releasing, stirred up, full of the spirit and releasing him like a river of living water. And mm. let's, to everyone that hears this, man, be stirred up, mm-hmm. whatever it takes for us to get there. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm using a lot of us and we. Yeah, this us and we thing. <laughs> this no no one man, no ten men, no thousand men. Right. Uh, now, God turned the world upside down with twelve men, but it didn't just stay with twelve men. Right. Not very long. No. Nope. Thousands got saved the day of Pentecost. Yep. Yeah. He he multiplied that thing per, pretty quick. <laughs> pretty quick. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I guess yeah. that's all I have. Man. That's so good. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, God always has a lot on your heart. And it's mm. good to hear it. It's good to Thank hear you. it. Yeah. Yes, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I spent quite a bit of time. I had told Derek earlier today was a day that I I was afforded uh, quite a bit of time to get up early and just really, really sit and ruminate in the Spirit of God. And my prayer is that the word of the Lord came forth and that people have ears to hear mm-hmm. and eyes to see and hearts transformed to have the strong, pervasive desire to do the will of God. It's when our desire is to do the will of God. You got to know it to do it. Right. You see what I mean? Like, you can boil everything down to our job is to hear and obey. And all of our problems stem from that we're either not hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, or we're not doing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, a lot of that comes with, you know, the you know, like the perspective of the American, uh, I'm not trying to pick on Americans, but I mean, just Western, you know, view Christianity viewpoint where we, we take this, uh, you know, our culture and we try to mesh it in with, you know, the word of God and we try to, Mm. and it can't be meshed together. Mm. And that's one thing I'm like, there's no meshing. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can, you can prosper in, in the culture, but when you're set apart, you're, you, you ought to look different. Yeah. Way different than you ought to speak differently, ought to act differently, you know. Yeah. And it goes back word, to, it's, it's holy. Yeah. <laughs> set apart. Because if you're going to, if you're, if you're declaring that you are the light of Christ, you ought to be. When you walk in the room, people ought to see that light. Yeah, and there's, <laughs> I, I spent quite yeah. a few years just kind of reading and searching for the, the the witness, so to speak, the the testimony of somewhat more modern day saints. Of course, I was reading the Bible mm-hmm. um, and studying scripture. That goes without out saying that you do yeah. that. But I think that there's a there's a real value in seeking out the testimony of the saints. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. 
the Smith Wigglesworth stories and, and things of this nature. Men that, like one of the stories about Smith Wigglesworth, there's a lot of, of crazy, kind of like really quirky miracles and things like uh, kicking a baby across the room and getting healed of some like life-threatening malady, like really weird stuff. I'm not, you know, I I don't know what to think about that necessarily, (laughs) but, but the stories about him like going on a train Uh and sitting down and without even saying a word, somebody like two rows back, all of a sudden screaming out and crying out for in repentance, God save me. Stuff like that. Wow. Now that impresses me. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's impressive if he really, you know, if if these really quirky, quirky things really happen. Oh, they, 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 there's one of the Wigglesworth punch. Like like <laughs> somebody had cancer in their stomach. Yeah. And he's like, cancer, go. And he just like punches the stomach or something. And they, they throw up a tumor. It's like, oh, oh man. I mean, this is just weird, weird, yeah. nasty. But like, I mean, that would be awesome. And it doesn't. I, it, to me, it's not completely unbelievable, but yeah, but you know, that's impressive though. Is carrying the presence of God just exude? Now that's what I call exuding mm-hmm. His fragrance yep. in every place. That you you're so walking in the anointed, you're just so given to the Lord. Your heart is so full and overflowing Man. that when when you said that, it just reminded me. Yeah. Like, walking into the room, there's a there is a song that's like, yeah. when you walk into the room, yeah. everything changes. You know, uh-huh. man, we should be saying that, singing that song, like to each other. Mm-hmm. But it's not Derek walking mm-hmm. in the room; it's the Spirit of God in Derek mm-hmm. walking into the. Because if he doesn't yeah. walk in, in and through you. Mm-hmm. That song better not be about this thing about, like I said, the Holy Spirit manifesting himself. Right. Like apart from us, not in a Christian. Mm -hmm. Like, we just want him to show up. God, would you please show up? I I hate that stuff. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just like, okay, I guess there's no Christians in the room. (laughs) And some unbeliever is screaming, God, please show up. Okay. And then what happened? Well, then. And some Christian hears God going, hey, go to such and such a place. And when they walk in the room, he walks in the room. That'd be a little funny. Be a little sassy, but it's okay. It's okay to be sassy from time to time. Yeah. A little fun. yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. 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 Well, and you know, it just reminds me that, you know, Jesus was a little sassy too, because he was like, ah, yeah. Yeah. And when he walked into the room, mm-hmm. Everything changed. When he walked into the room, demons cried out before yeah. he even said a word. Yeah. Ah, what are you doing here? <laughs> Have you come to torture us before the time? That'd be that'd be a good goal. Yeah. That'd be a good goal. Yeah. And these demons, they like to hide, man. They mm-hmm. like to they like to the modern seems like the modern approach to demons, not to get into another subject, but mm. is to just basically hide in the shadows mm. and get people believing that they don't exist or they're only over in Africa yeah. where the voodoo doctors are. Right. Or in, uh, what's that, Haiti. Haiti. Yeah. Lots of demons. And, man, they all they all traveled over there, and there's, like, demons just piled up on that island. You know, yeah. but America, there's four or five demons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, how about us walking in a room yeah. and demons start manifesting? <laughs> Who are you? I like that story about the sons of Skiva. 
Mm. I know Jesus, mm. and I know Paul. <laughs> but who are you? That they had said, "Hey, come out of, come out of this man in that yeah. in the name of the Jesus that Paul preaches." They're like, "Okay, we know we know Jesus, we know, and we know Paul." Yeah. But who are you? <laughs> now, I, yeah. I mean, I don't really care what demons say, but it would yeah. be kind of cool. They go, I know, I know Jesus, and I know Andy. Mm-hmm. I know Jesus, and I know Derek. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would they know Paul? Well, because uh, Paul probably booted some of those demons out. And that guy went around and found a new spot. That's probably how they knew Paul. Yeah. <laughs> We're just having fun now. Oh, me. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It is good. It is good. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things where you know I've I've heard other various stories like that. Um, I think. Uh, oh, um, who is that guy over here? The Lassie guy, Lester Summerall. Yes, that dude was like stronger than a well rope. Like a lot of people have no idea. Yeah, and like when I used to watch him on TV, I'm like. Man, he just looks like some old fart. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 and he seemed like just kind of dry mm-hmm. and and you know teaching his Bible. So I did not appreciate Lester Summerall before I was a believer. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. I I heard some some pretty oh, uh, man. interesting testimonies from his uh, early ministry. Summerall, real deal. Yeah. Yeah, and he has actually a connection to Smith Wigglesworth. Ooh. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, when he was a young fella, mm-hmm. he went to Smith Wigglesworth uh, house, and and Smith prayed for him, mm. prayed over him, yeah. like kind of commissioned him. Mm. Interesting, you know. And I try not to get into too much. Like, um, I believe it's good to follow people as they follow Christ, mm-hmm. to um, appreciate the testimony. Of Jesus in their life, but kind of stay away from the the celebrity hero worship thing. <laughs> it oh yeah, it's there. It is. It's there. Well, why? Well, because it's a huge part of our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, they got American Idol, and there's segments of the church that have their American Church idols. So and so, you know. <laughs> Oh boy, I'm I'm meddling. I'm digging. Sorry. Uh, I can really make people twitch, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say. <laughs> well, and yeah, hopefully, oh yeah. And I don't yeah, want any yeah, of this yeah. to come across the wrong way because we love the body. Yes, yes, yes. But let me tell you something. I don't love religion. You're not going to get me to love religion. I don't like religiosity. There is people that are stuck in religion mm-hmm. that are genuine Christians. That, you know, I really, really feel for them. Mm-hmm. I think all of us have gotten stuck in some kind of religiosity. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, it's easier to get the point across by, by just kind of in a, in a, being a little bit lighthearted about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this stuff is not, it's not, it really isn't okay. I, if the more you read the word, you know, over and over and over you can't i to me it makes it hard to look at religion and say that's okay yeah yeah and, i like to use the word religiosity mm-hmm. and kind of separate it from the um at least the the real inspired version the new king james 
ha ha ha. <laughs> it's you know, true religion yeah. is to care for the widow and the orphan and keep keep yourself unspotted from the world. There is a true uh, religion, religion, a following mm-hmm. after God. But yeah, we're we're talking about religiosity is what I like to call mm-hmm. it. To just kind of use a, a slightly different version of the word to to, mm-hmm. to have it stand out. But um, yeah, religiosity is. It's really the thing that put Jesus on the cross. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. a group of a band of murderers and thieves and adulteresses that mm-hmm. are like, uh, you're really ticking me off, Jesus. <laughs> Quit pointing your finger at us. Quit throwing your hellfire and brimstone at us. <laughs> it, it was the chief religious order mm-hmm. of the only nation on earth that was given like the revelation of God. <laughs> at the time yeah it it wasn't just any religious people it wasn't a bunch of hindus Mm -mm. not that i'm picking on them or you know what i mean it It, it wasn't a bunch of buddhists that put jesus on it wasn't religious that way Mm -hmm. they were they were jews uh the leaders of of the whole religious order Mm mm-hmm but that's the problem. They were they had become a religious order. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had become mired and focused on their traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesus told them, "You care for your traditions more than the Word of God." I'm mean, that man, and w- what a slap it was! Mm-hmm. But it did wake a few of them up. That it did it. wake a, wake a few of them up. And, and at one point, uh, in I think it's in Acts, it says that. Uh, many of them, mm-hmm. even in the, during the Gospels, mm-hmm. I believe it's, it mentions this, yeah. that uh, both during Jesus's life and during the ministry of the apostles, there's many of the of the uh, the, the Pharisees or whatever that, mm-hmm. that came to, to, to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a sad side note that even some of those that that believed, they were afraid to to leave you know they were mm-hmm. afraid to to stand out they wouldn't uh, uh there was a lot of power eh. a lot of political sociological mm-hmm. power and praise and stuff that came with being the big wigs mm-hmm. and it was hard for him it was hard for him to give that up for christ but and there's people who yeah. are in the religious order the modern day religious mm. order that are going to have to walk away yeah from the positions and the accolades <laughs> it's just part of it yep it's part of it whenever the lord's doing a reformation mm-hmm. uh like in the book of revelations it's like come out from her now in this case you was talking about babylon mm-hmm. but i i i have the inkling that babylon is more of a more of a um, <laughs> reference to the fact the false church mm. than it is the simply the the antichrist um, world system. Mm. Babylon's false religion, and the the worst kind of false religion is the one that wears the Christ label but isn't Christ. Mm-hmm. Similar to the Pharisees, mm-hmm. they were wearing the label. Man, we're the we're the keepers of the book. 
we're the true religion. Mm-hmm. We've got the robes. We've got the hats. We've got, you know, it's us, man. And that's why they, why, you know, why they got such a severe uh, tongue lashing from Jesus was because they, they were sitting in the seat mm-hmm. that God had made, but they weren't, they weren't really teaching God's word. They were mm. mingling it. They were tainting it. They were poisoning it with their own soulish ideas. Yeah. And, and, and so to the extent that this is going on today, we should neither be surprised <laughs> or accepting of it. You're right. But, you know, we want to deal with this stuff in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speak the truth in love. Let the chips fall where they may. Yep. Well, this has been good, and uh, yeah, I hope uh, if you haven't gotten anything out of this, you should listen to it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is good. This is good. And uh, Andy, it's been great to have you here. And uh, it's been great to be here. Yeah, yeah. We, we we had a little fun, little freestyle in there. Yeah. At the end, I don't know if that's going to end up being a part two or what, but uh, I I think it's fun. You know, yes. it's just a, a little bit more conversational. Mm-hmm. It got. A little, a little beyond inside outside. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's all, okay. That's all right. Freestyling, freestyling here. Yes, and uh, yeah. So uh, I know in a few days you're headed back to the Sunshine State. I am. I'm gonna leave so, early. Uh, have safe travels. Thank you. So I received that. Uh, <laughs> and we'll have you on some more, most likely via phone. Yeah, would love to do or, it. Or we'll have to just travel down there. <laughs> That's one of the first things I did when I walked in the door. Just gave him the invitation. Yep. Come on down. Yep. Enjoy uh, a little sunshine. Yes. Uh, See so how it's, what, it's 15 degrees or something like that? It is 15 out, degrees right out here right now. I was going to shave my beard, and then I decided to hold off on it <laughs> just a little longer. Jesus had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I'm more Roman then, since people can't see that. Yeah, I have a nice clean, shave this morning. Yeah, I have a nice clean, clean Roman shave. Yeah. But I've had a beard. <laughs> I've had a beard. I've had a soul patch. I've had a goatee. Oh, yeah. This is No Shave November extended to February. Oh, man. <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, at work, there's a couple guys that do No, no Shave November, and then they stop, and then I just like, well, I'm just going to keep going. You my know face what I'm is going to get cold. Hey, <laughs> Brother Dean has grown all of my facial hair as well. <laughs> Hopefully he hears that. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's got. Oh. It's, it's getting pretty epic. It's yeah, it's down. He's got a he's yeah. got a killer beard. It's it's probably a foot. It, it's close. I bet you. I haven't put a tape measure to it, but yeah, I'm gonna miss him. I don't think I've ever seen him without a beard. So, well, I man. have. You have. Keep the beard, Dean. Keep no, I'm the just, beard. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I just can't do the epic beard. I mean, for one thing, uh, I could I could grow a beard. I have enough facial hair. Yeah. Uh, but for, well, nobody. I would say for those of you who can't see, yeah. which is everybody. Right. <laughs> I, I, might, I have probably about half gray hair, but it's like my beard is like 80, 90% gray. So it just it just makes me look old. Oh, ah, I guess maybe yeah. if I want to look wise. <laughs> there you go. 
I'll grow the beard. <laughs> My daughters actually like it. They were mad when I shaved it off. Oh. <laughs> well, practice gives you the grandpa look, and they were like, oh. Yeah. I am the grandfather of 11 and got the 12th ones in the oven. So, yeah, I'm I'm fatherly. I'm grandfatherly. Hey. It's great. Man, children, inheritance from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. And I got a quiver full, and I'm, right. I'm blessed. You, I'm got, blessed. you do have a quiver full. I do. <laughs> I do, yes. I guess for people that don't know, I'm the father of 11 children. I don't know if we've mentioned that in the, no, the I don't think so. podcast, but yeah. it it's definitely a key integral part mm-hmm. of just one of the things that God has used to mold and shape my wife and I, and I don't even think that needs explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anybody tells me it's like... Um, that, that I'm a good father, then it's basically because I've been, you know, my flesh has been beaten into submission <laughs> by overload, you know, but that's, I, I'm so glad it, yeah. it's one of the things mm-hmm. you will never hear me speak any regrets mm-hmm. about parenting a large family. Yeah. I have no regrets. Mm. None. That's awesome. None whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I hope you all enjoyed every minute of it, and uh, I know I have, and I know you have. Absolutely. And, absolutely. You can kind of see it in my eyes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I hope you had enjoyed this. Uh, you can check us out on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, and there's a slew of other ones, um, and Podbean. You can find us on Podbean as well. So. That's right. Uh, so check us out there, and uh, yes, I hope you enjoyed every minute of this.